This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. C is for chunk. Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy <laughs> happy Tuesday. It's the happy hour. 93.7 Ticket. TheTicketFM.com. Wow. Nick and Rico hanging out with you guys as usual. Rico, what's up? Hello. How's it going? It's going fantabulous. Anything exciting going on in your life? Uh, Going to Omaha. We are going to Omaha. Yeah, not, we are. It's not in the same vehicle. No. But we're going to the same Nick destination. Class. Yeah. Not the, we're going to the same destination. Also, I don't you ri- want you riding in my car. Oh, I'd be driving. I'm one of those people that has to drive everywhere. You have to drive? I have to drive everywhere. I don't have to drive. I prefer to drive, but I don't have to. It's not, if even, I'm it's not, not driving, even a trust thing. It's like it just gives me something to do. If I, Yeah, if I'm not driving, I will fall asleep. I don't care if it's mm. whatever time of day. If I if I had just woken up, I will fall asleep. Yeah, I, I just I think I need something to do all the time. You know, it is what it is. But so right. you like a Game Boy or something. I used to. I, I think I still have it. A Game Boy Advance I used to have. SP? Um, no, just a Game Game Boy Advance. Mm. And Rookie. I remember playing Paperboy, where the... Paperboy, Paperboy, all about my Paperboy. The goal of the game was to basically dodge all these barricades and speed bumps in the road mm-hmm. and just deliver paper. Mm. I, I mean, that, that was games back in the day, right? That, that's yeah. ba- It was basic as I that. I played Pokemon. I never got into the whole Pokemon thing. Did you Did you ever get into the Pokemon Go thing? Yeah, for like a couple months. I did it once, I think. I'm pretty sure I was like whatever the blue team was. You know, Art- Articuno. Chase B asked, Rico, have you gotten to play God of War? <laughs> yes, yeah. you have. Yeah, I have. So Also, Fat Thor is the best Thor. Just letting everybody know. I don't know. Maybe Sten's trying to make it a little bit of a tip jar here. He just goes... Atlanta is such a great show. More people need to watch it. Paper boy, paper boy. Is that where that's all from? All about my paper boy. Yeah, never even seen it. It's a fantastic. I've even show. heard of it. You haven't? You need to Atlanta. watch it. Atlanta. Atlanta. Hmm. Not sure. Donald um, Glover, Childish Gambino, fantabulous. Oh, of course. It's amazing. All right. Anyway, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sarder Heyman text line, both those. Open for you guys the entire show today. Got plenty of stuff to talk about. We'll get some thoughts from the press conference here momentarily. But I want to I want to play a game here with Rico. I love games. Because Rico, Rico loves the whole guessing game thing. I do. I'm great at it. And we so we just got an email about uh, 20 minutes ago from right now. Oh, I haven't checked my email. That's okay. Nebraska graduation success rate. Yeah, Mark, Re- you're right. <laughs> Nebraska graduation success rate remains at an all-time high of 95%. Awesome. So I introduced this thought to Mark, actually, while you guys were still on the air in the water cooler. Uh-huh. If Nebraska's 5-7, and seven, they need a couple fillers. Hey, bowl game? Because mm-hmm. it goes to APR. Mm-hmm. Nebraska remains at an all-time high of 95% graduation rate. Mm-hmm. There's a chance. Nebraska might play in the bad boy, or bad boy mowers pinstripe bowl. 
wish it was in New a, York. I wish it was still a Gasparilla bowl. Gasparilla. Gasparilla sounds so much cooler. Um, I don't even know what Gasparilla is. Okay, Thomas. Thomas and Lincoln continues to come after me, and I don't know what I did to Thomas and Lincoln. I mean, he's not wrong. He says Nick never got into Pokemon. That's because you're a loser. Pokemon, you got to catch them all. It's 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 catch them all. Catch them. There all. is no th. Okay, well, so Thomas, so you Thomas. Can, I was gonna say you can defend me that the text says them. It does say them. Okay, it's Pokemon got to catch them all. Shout out to Ash Catchem for finally realizing his dream of what? becoming a Pokemon master. What? Ash Catchem. Okay, he's the main character. Gotcha. Um. Anyway, he finally won. He won it all. That's Shout out right. to Pikachu for defeating a Charizard. That is that is Pikachu's the only Pokemon character that I would know. Only Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, they're pocket monsters. That's what it's short. That's I, I think short for pocket monster. We'll see. I don't know. Um. Okay. So. Oh, Thomas Lincoln says new flat news flash. Now, Ash is actually no, dead. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Is he dead? It's a whole theory that he actually died like right at the beginning and all of this is a dream that Pokemon aren't real and that mm-hmm. he's just imagining all of this because he's dead. Okay. Okay, so okay, we actually get a text a question here and I, I like this. Um somebody wants to know our opinion. Let's get to that here in a second because I I want to do this with you Rico here. Um so Nebraska ranks 3rd in the Big 10 in Big Ten all student athlete graduation success rates. Okay, mm-hmm. I want you to try to guess where other programs stack up in terms of graduation success rate. The first one should not be should not be hard. In the Big Ten, in the Big Ten, Northwestern. Yep. Can you name who's second? They are on Nebraska's football schedule. On Nebraska, Michigan. Yep. Nice work. All right, so Northwestern, Michigan, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Can you name who's last? Last? Who, who is the worst school in the Big Ten in terms of all student-athlete graduation rate? Wisconsin. No. They are in the Big Ten East. Michigan State. No. There's actually a three-way tie for last. Two Big Ten West teams. One Big Ten West. I'm not gonna, uh, Penn State. No. Maryland, which I was shocked about. I was surprised to hear Maryland. Okay. I don't know. There's something about their logo is, is sophisticated. The lo- I was going to say, does the logo scream not graduation? The, 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 little, the little line below on the logo stickers the flag? that we have. The flag makes it look a little more sophisticated. Oh, yeah. You would think everyone from Maryland graduates with honors. Bingo. With the little tassels and everything exactly. around their, their everything. Or ropes yeah. around their, their gowns. Um, the other two, Purdue. And Iowa. <laughs> Losers. I know. So. I can see. Pretty. I thought a, Wisconsin because they drink a lot. Wisconsin is. Much. Wisconsin has 91%. Mm. So. All right. Losers. That's all we needed. Okay. Let's go ahead and. Hey, and I, got the, I, I got second and third. First and second. That's all that I was, matters. I was pretty impressed yeah, first, with that. That's all that matters. I was impressed by that. That's all easy. Right. So unnamed texter. Sorry, Rico. I thought you'd have more fun with that. Northwestern and Michigan. Um, 402-464-5685. All right. So, unnamed texter says this. Want hear, want to hear your guys' take on this. If you bring in a new guy, I think there is no way that you can keep Mickey Joseph on staff as much as we might like it. The dynamic would not be ideal. You have a situation where the new guy struggles out of the gate. Fans will just be calling for Mickey to take over again. I think you either have to make Mickey the head coach or just bring in a whole new staff. Now... I believed that at first. I did too. I have changed my tune because 
if Mickey were to have had success as the head coach of Nebraska, mm-hmm. if he wasn't, what is he, two and four right now? Two and three? Oh, gosh. He took Lost to Oklahoma, Oklahoma, two okay, straight so wins. Oklahoma, so one and two, or one and two and two one. And one. Two and two. Two and he three. lost to Purdue. Two and four. Yeah, two and four. So he's two and four right now. If he wins his last two, he'll get to four and four, whatever. But if he would have had success as the interim head coach, yes, two and four. Okay. Then I, 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 I would believe that because then fans would be clamoring like, well, remember what happened when he took over? He won this many games and, you know, the team was doing this and blah, 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 whatever. But right now, sitting at two and four, unless he wins these next two, then, you know, I might be on that train as, uh, again. But right now, as stands, I don't think that whoever takes over needs to get rid of Mickey just because how important he is to – I guess important um, to the dynamic of of just the the players currently on the roster and the recruits coming in. And I understand. Yeah. I've said it before. You don't want to, you know, take a head coach or, or uh, make Mickey the head coach based in fear of losing recruits mm-hmm. and losing players. But if he's not going to be the head coach, I think it's a priority that you keep him on because of that exact reason. I- I'm wondering. I mean, so I see both sides of the coin here. To you, Texter, I understand it because. I mean, think about it the same way as the quarterback's position, right? It, it, the most important or the most popular player on a, on a losing team is the backup quarterback normally. And you could say the same for, for a head coach, especially when you have a, a situation like you do here at Nebraska, where if next year they brought in ex-coach and, and Mickey Joseph was the associate head coach and still on staff and still recruiting his butt off and things like that, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you're going to have that more where it might be uncomfortable as a fan and it might also be uncomfortable in a coach, if you're the head coach, or not an ideal situation, two things here. I think depending on the whoever they bring in, if it's somebody that's already has ties with Mickey Joseph, I think it could be less worrisome that that might be a problem. Also, mm-hmm. I think to a certain extent, some tension would be good. They're, they're like tension and friction, knowing that there's somebody behind you. That, that there's that... there's guys that are ready to step in if you're not ready to do your job, mm-hmm. and like you you have that accountability aspect. You have that. Now you can cross a line and kind of be, I don't know, undermining. You you don't want an assistant coach to undermine the program, but I don't think you'd have that worry. I actually know you wouldn't. You would not have that worry with Mickey Joseph that he's trying to sabotage the program. Not that kind of guy. As an assistant coach, not even not even in the same ballpark. He, like I am not concerned about that. He at is all. all about the players first, and he yeah. said so. He's he's about helping. He's about helping the kids uh, reach their potential and reach their goals. And I believe it was his brother who said that uh, Vance Joseph who said, you know. I've called him about multiple openings yeah. in the NFL, yes. and, and he's turned them all down because he wants to help the kids. Mm-hmm. That's what he wants to do. So there's no way he would go out of his way to undermine whoever, if it's not him, gets the job as the head coach of the University of Nebraska. He'd do everything in his power to help that person mm-hmm. to be successful because that person's success will trickle down to the coaches, it'll trickle down to the players, and, and then the players will, will experience all that happiness that Mickey's trying to spread, all the positivity. Yeah, and I think – so here, I guess – I don't, I don't, it's so f- interesting and, and, and I don't, I keep wanting to say frustrating, but that's not the right word I want to use, I, I should use. We have no clue how this thing's going to play, uh, play out. That That's the most confusing part about all this mm-hmm. is we have no clue. You can believe all the message boards, you can believe all the, the Twitter accounts, whatever. 
We you like Rico and I. Nobody knows, and, and a lot like ninety nine point nine percent of the media through the conversations. Because I, like I'll be honest, I, I've talked to other people about this that that have way more and, and way deeper connections than I do. None of us have any clue what's going on or how this is going to play out. Maybe there's obviously we know that certain guys have been in in conversations with Trev Alberts. But once again, I mean, Trev told us himself. Trev told us that there's going to be a lot of people in conversation. Now, if you hear a but, name, he's probably done it. But there's, we're getting towards the the latter part of the process, mm-hmm. so that's why maybe there's more. You read a little deeper into some of the names, more angst in the situation that isn't happening. So I think here's the thing: um, I would have confidence in however Nebraska operates or, or whatever direction Nebraska decides to go. Mickey Joseph will be a part of this thing going forward. Like I, I, I would, if I had to per, put percentages on it in in confidence of where Mickey, jo- if Mickey Joseph was going to be on the, a part of this thing going forward, whether he's the head coach or whether he's not, I would put it a probably eighty five fifteen in terms of confidence that he's going to be here mm-hmm. and not. Um, now here's the deal. Things change. Things change, number one. Number two, that doesn't mean that he's going to be here for years. Because you cannot continue to sit here and expect guys to not take opportunities Mm -hmm. if they're presented to him. And I think it would be safe to say that after having an interim head coaching stint under his belt and continuing to put in the the groundwork and the legwork of high-level recruiting classes and – just high performance on the field, eventually your name's going to get called. Eventually, that's just the way the business works. Um, but I, I would I would put confidence in that Mickey Joseph is going to be a part of this thing going forward. And I think Husker fans should want to – should be excited about that. You should right. be excited about keeping – Are we uh, – I don't know what's happening. He Mark, got the mic. Mark, Mark, Mark pulled the Do microphone. Want- what's up? Oh, hey, sorry. I was, okay. I was half paying attention. Uh, I, I just wanted to add a little insight that, that just came out. The, the World Herald had a separate – little side interview with Mickey Joseph today where he he said something to the effect of he hasn't interviewed for the head coaching job yet okay or just hasn't I don't mm-hmm. know about yeah yet, hasn't interviewed for it however he's open to staying he wants to stay depending on the job the roles the person and all those Perfect. other factors but he's he's open to the idea of staying. so he's at least yeah got that on the record via an, an interview with the World Herald at this awesome. point. awesome 90 percent yeah I, I'm pretty thanks Mark thanks Mark I, I do have confidence in now, obviously, the little weight that my word might have on these airwaves, <laughs> um, I, I have a, a good amount of confidence. And, and here's the deal: what that, what I would look into that as is saying, Mickey Joseph will stay, and the only way that he won't be a part of this thing going forward is if the head coach decides that he doesn't want Mickey to be a part of this thing going forward. Which I might add would set Nebraska a step back. Right from the get go, one step forward, like, two steps like can back. We, can we talk? Let, let's go ahead. We have a couple minutes left in this in this segment. The and importance it, of Mickey Joseph outside, yeah, of, uh, outside of head coach, yeah. Because here is the deal: um, we we understand the importance and and his tie to some of the players in this roster and this community now. Mm-hmm. I think, 
Um, the amount of support that the the local high school coaches and the yeah. local high school players have shown, but not for even the just university. To Mickey, also, the guys that are tied to Mickey. Yeah, I for think. the that's what I'm saying. For the university, for the for the assistant coaches, just the coaching staff on this football team. Like you, you see, you said it multiple times. You see Mickey Joseph. You see Brian Applewhite. You know, you you get um, you know, players talking about all these all these head coaches. You know, visiting their schools more often than they were before. Like it's it's crazy the impact that a guy who knows what it takes in recruiting has on the rest of his staff he knows what it takes he knows how to connect with the kids how to get the kids to to buy into whatever he's selling and Mm -hmm. to if if a new coach were to come in here and decide that they don't want you know one of the best recruiters one of the best wide receiver coaches in the nation on their staff that's weird and I, I don't think that that would be the best option for whoever ends up taking over just because of the connections, like we said, the connections he has not only um, with his recruits out of the state, but especially with the recruits and the coaches mm-hmm. in the state. Relationships, relationships. Um, 100%, I, and I, don't, I have confidence saying this, that he is one of the more valuable coaches or valuable assistant coaches in the country. Yeah. Because the way that Mickey Joseph – does his business is, and we, we actually heard this. Um, he was talking about Justin Jefferson today, um, and we have that quote, I believe, in here, Rico, uh, about Justin Jefferson. Um, but either way, it was one of those things about how if he would have listened to people in recruiting, right, and just done what they, what you know, what the easy, the lazy thing is to do, he would have never recruited Justin Jefferson, and. That speaks volumes to the kind of coach that Mickey Joseph is and how he does it. Um, and and here's another thing. There is no... Another complaint that I've heard... As Rico's laptop just dropped. Oh, dude, I, that, that hurts me. That hurts me because I, I cracked my screen when it dropped like a month and a half ago and I had to get it fixed. Is it all good? We're good. Whew. Oh, I apologize. That that startled me. I, I couldn't say anything about it, Rico. There you go. Um, anyway, so here's another thing I will add. There's little to no doubt in my mind that Nebraska would also open up the checkbook for assistance. Definitely. And and I could see something going forward where Mickey Joseph has a higher salary than the offense coordinator. Mm. As associate head coach... Now, now it depends. There's a, lo- a couple other things that you have to shake out. There's a couple other things that have to shake out. And, and what I mean that by is, depending on the kind of head coach you get, how much, how much do they want to be involved in recruiting? Do they want to be the main voice in recruiting, or mm-hmm. are they wanting to just be the closer, sort of, the opener and the closer? Mm-hmm. Um, how, how much do they... Because if you have it where you have... Mickey Joseph be head of recruiter. You have you cr- you can create so many titles. How how long that, is his is his um his, his, his little, little piece of paper piece his, of pa- his, not his title piece, card the the thing on the door. What's that called? I don't know what it's called. Um. Anyway, so you have, I mean, think about it. You have you could have passing Riders? passing game coordinator, wide receivers coach, assistant head coach, recruiting coordinator, and anything else that continue to build his salary. That dude. Yeah, just that guy. That guy. And you could have that. Um, So I I agree with you on that, and, you know, that's definitely going to get a bump in his salary, and I think just to keep him around, you're going to have to bump up his salary. Um, But 
higher pay than the offensive coordinator. I don't see that happening. Um, but it'll be it'll it'll rival it. It'll be right up there. He's gonna have to get a, a boatload of money uh, for the amount of work that is going to be required of him if they end up. I mean, he he pretty much is mm-hmm. the the recruiting coordinator. So here, okay. So here's a little bit of a quote from from Tom Chattel in, in the World Herald article. Um, says this, Mickey Joseph, this is what he tweeted out, and this will be the, the wrap-up on this segment. Mickey Joseph has not spoken with Trev Alberts about the coaching job. I asked him if he would be open to serve on the next coach's staff. He said, quote, I would sit down and talk with the family, talk to Trev and that head coach, and find out what my role would be. I would love to stay. There you go. Um, so that's that's from Mickey Joseph in the uh, world. The man era. himself. All right, so let's go and take a break. When we come back, we'll hear a couple quotes from uh, Mickey Joseph in his press conference today. We also have cupcakes. That's right. We also have Sweet Things by Marcy. A couple interesting things stuck out to me from the press conference, so I want to get to that for sure. Uh, We might have you guys in the crossover do the Sweet Things by Marcy. Why? You don't want cupcakes? I don't need cupcakes. They're red Um, velvet and chocolate. Okay, I will do red velvet cupcakes. Um, So Abe says this. You say he wants to stay, stay, question mark, or he may be offered a head coaching job somewhere. Mm. He's not. He said he wants to stay. No, Mickey said he wants to stay. But I mean, if he is offered a head coaching job somewhere else, you cannot blame him. I mean, yeah, that's so. That's a heck of a somebody, step up. Somebody says Mickey for governor. I'm pretty sure somebody already won. <laughs> I think that race is <laughs> that, over. That, that already that already happened. Um. Anyway, let's maybe go ahead next, and take a break. We'll uh, we'll do sweet things by Marcy and get some press conference reaction coming up next on Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. 